Hey, and welcome back to Archetype Aperture. Thanks for stopping back by. Sorry it's been so long since I've put out an episode. However, uh, we've been pretty busy, like I mentioned in the last one, and we're still trying to iron out schedules between myself and the guys. But while I'm here and I have all the gear here and I might as well do an episode, I wanted to sit down today, today, not tonight. Uh, it is February 26th at 4.06 p.m. Yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about the Canon RF 15-35 and the Canon RF 50mm. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read some of the specs directly from Canon. This is a wide-angle lens, it's not an ultra wide, it's just a normal wide-angle lens. But I used it when I went on vacation recently, as you know. And uh, I did a I did a podcast from the vacation from my little cottage where I was at, but I I did use it quite a bit while I was out there. Let's see. Let me just before I get into specs, let me just get into how it felt. Now I the things that I liked and didn't like about the the, the lens. Well, let's see. Let me go ahead and get the things I didn't like out of the way. There are none. I love the lens. I enjoy using wide-angle lenses. I wouldn't have minded having an ultra-wide lens, but however, I didn't, and that's okay. But with that being said, it, it, it takes very crisp, very clear pictures. I didn't notice any front focusing or back focusing issues um, while I was using it. One great thing that it, it allowed me to do was to shoot photos at night of the stars, which was extremely cool. I, I have always wanted to shoot, you know, I'll, I shoot the moon every time it's full, <laughs> but I've always wanted to get a nice uh, photo of some stars, maybe try to get some, you know, the, the Milky Way everybody loves to get, but... I didn't capture that. Uh, I, like I mentioned in that podcast, I didn't bring, if I did mention it, I can't remember. It's been a minute, but uh, I didn't bring a tripod. So it made shooting the stars very difficult because, you know, they're very far away. And your little hand, even with the, uh, the even with the image stabilization, you shake and you move. So it did make it a little bit more difficult but like I said every photo that I shot seemed to come out very crisp and very clean I was able to push in and 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 really get into the details of the photo now I am shooting on a on a Canon RP okay it's not like I said it's probably by now it's obsolete <laughs> what have you I don't really know I enjoy, I enjoy it and I like the camera. So that's really, to me, that's all that matters. Uh, it does everything I need it to do. I've shot weddings with it. I've done uh, portraits. I've done a lot of work with that camera and it seems to, it holds up very well. Now, one thing that I did do with that camera off topic real fast, we can just go there. Um, the battery, you know, it's not your standard, I believe it's an LPN, LP6N or LPN6. I, you know, don't, don't drag me about that. I'm not a hundred percent, but it's not your standard Canon battery. It doesn't have quite the, the length of life, uh, as, as the 
the the the basic Canon battery that everyone uses. I think it's an LPN6. But um, at any rate, so what I did was I started searching around because they don't make uh, battery grips for my camera. So I searched around and searched around and I said, you know, looked on eBay, looked everywhere. I ended up finding something on Amazon that looked. It was. It said it was for the Canon RP, and it was a battery. It was a battery grip. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. I didn't think they made a battery grip for it. So it was very inexpensive. I can't remember right off the top of my head how much it cost, but it wasn't very. It was very cheap. It's almost as if someone just kind of 3D printed it in their home and put it all together and. There are no uh, sensors inside the, the actual battery grip itself to, uh, you know, to, to utilize all the functions of the camera. There, that doesn't exist in this battery grip. However, it does have a, a shutter button on the uh, right hand corner of the battery grip, which was very nice. And it does come in handy when you're shooting vertical. Uh, basically, what it is, is there is a little you plug in a little cord that goes from from the battery grip to your camera uh, where um, a manual shutter release would go at any rate now I have battery power of two batteries so yes it does last quite a long time I shot almost an entire wedding uh, well the last two weddings I shot almost completely made it through the entire ceremony and most of the what do you call the reception Jeez, brain fart but it made it almost through the reception so and then i had to change batteries which was fine uh everybody was eating and just relaxing it was no big deal at any rate so just something to think about if you're shooting on a canon rp if you're a beginner or an intermediate photographer and that's the that is the camera that you got to get into the rf line of canons I strongly suggest that you look that up. I will try and find the link and I will try and add it into this podcast notes, into the podcast notes. At any rate, we're here to talk about a couple of lenses today. So the RF 15 to 35 millimeter is an F.28 aperture. That's the maximum aperture. I uh, believe it's not, it's, I don't think it's a fixed aperture. I, I can't be, I can't remember. I don't drag me. <laughs> Anyways, it's, uh, let's see. Maximum focus, focusing distance, 0.92 feet or 0.28 meters. A maximum magnification, 0.21 times at 35 millimeters. I will, on that note, I'm, I will say that if you're going to rent this lens or if you're going to buy this lens, and coincidentally, I will be purchasing one of these to add to the arsenal, but they run, let's see, around $2,300. So it's definitely an investment, but I will tell you this, Canon glass is lasting for a long, long time, guys. I can promise you, you'll be using this lens for a very long time. It's worth the, uh, the investment. As, as well, and not only that, but if you want to get rid of it at some point and trade it out for something different, it holds its value. So you can sell it relatively close to what you purchased it for. But at any rate, let's see, lens construction, 16 elements and 12 groups. It has three uh, aspherical lenses, two UD lenses. The diameter size is 82 millimeters in case you want to get a 
uh, ND filter or what have you. Uh, the aperture blades are circular. Oh, what was I gonna, oh, I was going to tell you when I was talking about the magnification. This camera, in my opinion, does its best work when it's at 15 millimeter. And that's just, again, that's my opinion to other people. They may like it at the 35. That's to each his own there. But for me, I, I really, when I'm outside and I'm, I'm by a scenic area, what have you, I always try to go wide because I want to get as much of the land and the sky, especially if it's beautiful. And I got some great, there was just some great clouds popping in the sky, beautiful blue sky, beautiful water below me, all these wonderful picturesque trees that almost, you know, I almost died walking through. <laughs> I didn't almost die. I just didn't bring any water with me. And it, that was a mistake on my part. But I did, I did remember to bring all the batteries and uh, lenses and, you know, SD cards, all that good stuff. So uh, that is, and oh gosh, well, it's just bringing up all kinds of points. But with the RP, if you decide to go with that, another point on that camera, I've been using it now for probably, let's see, what when did I buy? I guess it's been a little over a year. I say it was a little over a thousand dollars. Uh, and you know, obviously if you have been using the EF style, the can't, the older cannons, you'll have to get an adapter, but yeah, if you're, if you're interested in the RP, it's still a viable camera. In my opinion, it may not, it's not a pro grade camera, but one of the things that makes it less attractive to pros is the fact that it only has one SD card. And not only that, but yes, it is in the bottom of the camera in the battery compartment. So it makes it kind of cumbersome to go ahead and, like I said, you don't have redundancy. You can't use a backup SD card, what have you. So that does make it kind of cumbersome. At any rate, it is still a good camera and it does, It's it, to me, it's great. I love it. And it does everything I need it to do. That is a little bit on the, let's see, the RF. 15 to 35. I can't think of anything else to really talk about in regards to that. So now I'm going to go, I'm on the Canon website. So let's see what I can find in 50 millimeter. Ah, here we go. It's the RF 50 millimeter 1.8. It's STM with standard and medium telephoto, I believe is what it, standard telephoto medium is what that stands for. But at any rate, it's, it's a tiny little, it's basically like the updated nifty 50. It, you know, if you're used to using the old 50 millimeter on your old cameras, on your older uh, DSLRs or what have you, then this is basically like taking the place of it, but with the RF mount. So you won't have to use the converter, which is what I've been doing. And my, you know, to be honest with you, my 50 millimeter, the, the, the EF lens was really, well, I may have dropped it once, you know, I'm, I'm human. Sue me. <laughs> the motor functions were, they were, they were so loud and it was always searching. Well, I can, I can tell you this, this, the motors in this, in this, uh, lens, they are, they're way quieter. And uh, it does search quite a bit though, um, just like most lenses when they're, when it's on autofocus. Now, one thing I don't like about the 50 millimeter uh, 1.8, there's no switch to go on the lens from, to go from manual to autofocus. You actually have to go into the camera 
and go to the menu, uh, the little wrench menu and select, or is it the camera menu? I can't remember. You'll have, you'll find it though. And it says focus and it says A or RM. And you, you have to go and toggle that way to, to get it to move in and out of uh, autofocus and or uh, manual. I'm sure there's a way, that, and I know that there are programmable buttons on my camera. I'm just too lazy to do that. So, you know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, that's that's one of the drawbacks with that camera, I mean, with that lens. But the, the 1.8 aperture is just amazing. And the fact that I don't have to use my lens mount is a, another amazing thing. Uh, now, I've only had this lens. I actually bought this lens already because it is it is on the cheaper side. You can probably pick one up for rough between 150 to 200 dollars, depending on what site you buy it from. But yeah, it's a 1.8 to 22 aperture. Minimum focus focusing distance is 98 feet, and or point I mean point 98 feet. Sorry, and or 0 0.30 meters. Uh, maximum magnification is 0.25 times. I have not had any issues with this. You, I mean, obviously it's not a, it's not a macro lens. So you, you know, yes, you can't get that close to things, but you can, you can get very close to item, you know, to items, to objects that you're shooting. Let's see, filter size, diameter 43, in case again, you want to get a, uh, an ND filter or what have you. Say shake correction with EOS R series cameras with in-body stabilizer supported up to seven stops of shake correction based on CIPA, which stands for camera and imaging products association standards, uh, testing performed at all focal length of 50 millimeter using the EOS R five camera. Now the RP does not have image stabilization which you know it kind of sucks but hey like i said i was shooting with a dslr it didn't have image stabilization either so i'm not really that concerned with that but it is nice to have it in your lens and at least you'll have a little bit of help keeping your especially if you're shooting handheld it'll help keep your your photo a little bit more uh crisp and clean or what have you but I got to tell you, I've had nothing but fun with this little guy. Uh, I've taken my daughter and her friend out. We, we, we shot some photos together. Um, using, I only brought my, I only brought the 50 millimeter because I like to challenge myself sometimes and just to see what I can get. You know, it's often too easy to bring a bag with, you know, five lenses in it. And yeah, I mean, if you if you see a, a shot in your head because there's a, an object in front of you or a person in front of you and you think, well, I'm going to need this lens to do that. And, you know, yeah, that's great to have. But when you challenge yourself to use a fixed aperture lens, not fixed aperture, I'm so sorry, <laughs> a fixed focal length lens, which is 50 millimeter, it doesn't go out or in, it only focuses you are the uh, the focal length at that point you know whatever focal length you want you have to move forward you have to move backward you, you know you have to do all of that that is all manual it's all you and honestly i i felt like it brought out a lot more creativity in my work 
So it's something and it's an exercise I do like to practice occasionally when I feel myself starting to get stale or my photos, I'm, I'm, I'm still doing the same old, same old, what have you. And I want to start doing something different. I will grab a 50 or just lock in uh, any of my other uh, lenses and just lock them into one position and just say, that's all I'm going to be using. Definitely something for you to try, especially if you're a beginner or intermediate photographer. If you've never done that, then I suggest you try it. And not everybody, everybody has difference of opinion on whether they like, you know, zoom lenses or fixed focal length. You have to figure that out on your own. I can't tell you that. I like zoom lenses and I like fixed lenses because it's just like having a different tool for everything. So that is like I said, that is my review of, well, yeah, I guess it is a review of those two lenses. I really, really, really loved the uh, 1535. I like the larger lenses on my camera. It just makes me feel like, I don't know. I feel like I actually have a camera in my hand and you can just, you feel it. I don't mind weight being added to my camera. People freak out about how, how much does this weigh? How much does this weigh? I don't care. Honestly, it matters not to me. And if you must know, if I didn't tell you already, when I was describing the specifications, as I was reading them off of the Canon website, usa.canon.com, uh, the, what, what does it say? I just saw it. Weight is approximately 1.85 pounds or 840 grams. So it's, it's like, it's almost two pounds. Okay. Most cameras today are about like two and a half to three pounds. If you can't carry like five pounds in your hand all the time or around your neck, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything negative, but I'm just going to say it wasn't that difficult. It does make for a, uh, an interesting query, I suppose is what I was going for. But at any rate, guys, that is my show for the day. That is all I wanted to talk to you about. I really appreciate you coming back every time and listening to my crazy talking to you. My crazy, crazy? Is it? No. My ramblings. Yes. I guess they are crazy. My crazy ramblings. So at any rate, guys, thank you so much for, again, for coming by. Please don't forget, if you have a question, if there's something you don't like, or if there's something you do like, or if there's just something you want me to talk about, reach out to me jwmphoto1 at gmail.com now again Cy and Marcus we will be getting back together very soon like I said we both you know in this day and age everybody's got to have a job we haven't broken out where we're able to transition yet from part time to full time photographer or videographer what have you we're not there yet we've got a way to go and you know that's that's part of the process is being patient is there a quick way to do things? There may be, but that's not for me. I've got too much writing <laughs> on me having a job and having money uh, coming into, you know, so I could pay bills. I have to. And most of and the other two guys, they're the same way. You know, we've got families, what have you. So well, it's going to be on, though, whenever we get ready to go from part time to full time and just merge back in or merge over into that world. And I hope that you'll be here with us for the ride. 
I've enjoyed every moment of this podcast and all the, the great comments that I've gotten from you guys on Instagram and Facebook and just keep those coming guys. And I'll be listening for and looking for your suggestions or queries. Yeah, that's it. See ya.